the rut and we really kind of went over what the rut is it's that same monotonous thing doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results which we we know was Albert Einstein's definition of insanity we're really trying to get out of that unproductive rut and reach our money goals another definition of the rut that I found on the wonderful magical unicorn known as Google was a long, deep track made by repeated passage. So that is why I called the last podcast Raking the Rut because we really need to get out that garden tool known as the handy, sturdy rake that we use in our everyday lives during fall And we need to rake that rut, stir that passage up to get where we want to go in our lives with our money. Money impacts so much of our lives. Finance impacts so much of our lives. It may be our careers. It may be our our family lives, our love lives. Whatever it is that, that you want to change, change it. Get out of that rut. Rake that rut. So the rut can start to feel comfortable, it can start to feel a little bit cozy, can start to feel like our our safe spot, but there is probably a voice somewhere down deep inside of you that is feeling unfulfilled, that is making you feel like you want to pave a new way. And that is what I want to try to help you to achieve. What did you learn from our last exercise that I left you with? going through your mind and trying to figure out what your thoughts are about money. Wasn't that an enlightening roller coaster ride going through that mind and really kind of digging out some of those thoughts that we have about money? All of our beliefs, all of our thoughts, all of our associated emotions that we evoke when we have those thoughts about money. Many of them conditioned from our early childhood that we've carried along with us for so many years. Many times we don't even realize where we pick them up from along the way. It's just absolutely astonishing how amazing our brain is and how actually preconditioned it is when it comes to our mind patterns and we don't even realize or oftentimes pay attention that we have all these established thoughts and beliefs already pre-programmed up there in our brain. So the first step to changing anything is essentially waking up. Wake up that brain, which is what you did. Congratulations, you went through it. You took the first step. You're waking up that organ, that complex, beautiful organ in between your ears that is so amazing, the super computer that we were born with and blessed with that we can utilize to achieve anything that we want to. So what we first have to do, though, is get the brain, the mind, out of efficiency autopilot mode 
and figure out what the heck is going on up there, which is what you're beginning to do. We are going to start the reprogramming process, getting it out of that rut, getting it out of that deep pattern, that deep passageway that it has been taking for many years. And on this podcast, we are going to extend on the exercise of raking the rut, getting that that old garden tool out and trying to start going through those thoughts and beliefs. And we are going to start panning for golden thoughts. So I'm so excited to start this next exercise. I'm using this particular analogy because if anyone has watched the show Gold Rush, which my my husband loves the show Gold Rush, with extracting gold from from the earth or from the streams, there's so much work that goes into digging for gold. What you'll see if you watch that show is that they have all this heavy machinery and they're they're doing all this work and all this work and tons and tons of hours and tons of manual labor. And then they're, they're going through this and they're, they're going through what they call pay dirt. And then they're extracting these little flakes and nuggets of gold from, from all this dirt. And then you're looking at this like, that doesn't really seem like it would be really worth all of this effort, this massive amount of effort. You have all these teams of people and all this labor intensive process of getting just these tiny amounts of you know if you see what they actually extract from the ground you're like is that really worth that huge process and then they put these dollar figures up on the screen and they're pulling out sometimes upwards of a million dollars for the season of gold and you're like, yes, I I do think that was worth the process. I do believe that was worth the effort and the work that went into that. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to go through all of these thoughts, which can sometimes be a labor-intensive process. It's going to take some time. We're going to have to go through all these thoughts. Like I had said before, many scientists and many people believe that we have up to 50,000 thoughts per day that go through this brain of ours. So we have to go through all these thoughts, which you've already went through. You've went through many of your thoughts and beliefs and your associated emotions that came up about money. And we are going to pick the golden nuggets, the golden flakes that we want to retain out of those thoughts. I'm so excited for this process. I felt like this is a perfect analogy because it's gonna be super valuable, just like the gold that they grab out of that ground. I mean, that kid on that show, uh, I think his name is Parker. Kid's freaking amazing. He's a young kid and he's pulling millions and millions and millions of dollars out of that ground. He He's a stud, man. So that's what we wanna do. We wanna go through our brains. We wanna retain what we like from our thoughts and our beliefs that are serving us well, And then we want to get rid of the rest and start adding new value as well. That's what we're going to start today. So what did you learn about your thoughts and your beliefs in the exercise? What were your favorite thoughts and beliefs? What were the ones that you felt were the most unproductive in your life or maybe leading to the most destructive behaviors 
when it comes to money or that were leading to you not reaching the goals that you want to reach? What were the ones that you believe have served you the best in life? What were those beliefs? What were those thoughts? What were the ones that you felt made you the most happy? What were the ones that that you felt made you the most determined to reach your next goals? So these are some of the questions that you have to start asking yourself so that you understand which thoughts are golden to you. So which ones are gold? Which ones do you want to keep in that pan? Which bring out the best emotions for you? Thoughts drive our emotions and then emotions drive our actions, which then drive our behavior or our results. So if your thoughts evoked really strong emotions of determination and strength, if they gave you that muscle emoji, that fist pounding emoji, you might want to keep those because those might help catapult you into achieving your money goal. If your goals have to do with happiness, you will probably want to keep more of the thoughts and beliefs that have to do with the smiley faces and maybe some unicorns and rainbow emojis. If some of the thoughts and beliefs that you had give you excitement, those could be golden thoughts that you want to keep. What about thoughts and beliefs that make you feel proud of yourself? Those could be very golden. As far as the negative side of things, the thoughts and beliefs that evoke fear, anxiety, stress, anger. What about all the thoughts and and beliefs that hold you back? Those get out the permanent black Sharpie and start marking those off. They are not serving you well. They may feel familiar, but they are confining you. You can change those. They are not real. They are only your thoughts. And you may be saying, oh no, I can't control those. I live paycheck to paycheck. That is out of my control. That is your thought. That is still your thought. You can change your thought on that because the fact of the matter is, You make a certain amount per week. The fact is not that you live paycheck to paycheck. Your thought about the fact is that you live paycheck to paycheck. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand the difference? So you're applying a thought pattern to the amount of money that you make per week. So like, let's say that you make, let's use really easy numbers. Let's say you make $500 per week. That's just the fact. You make $500 per week. You're applying a thought of I live paycheck to paycheck to a fact of I make $500 per week. And we can work around budgeting and everything else, but get that thought out of your head. Change that thought. Change your thought to something more geared towards reaching your goal of not living paycheck to paycheck. You can change your thought pattern to I have more than enough and I am willing to do whatever it takes to make more money. That can be your new thought pattern or whatever works for you. Because here's the thing about thoughts. Just like the gold, the gold 
only sticks in the pan because the gold is heavier than everything else. And in order for this to work for you, you have to believe it. That is key. If you do not believe these thoughts, they will not work. So they have to be heavy. They have to be beliefs for you. You have to believe them. I want that to really register for you. You have to believe these thoughts. Another thing is you are not your thoughts. Just because you're having these thoughts, that doesn't mean that that they are you as a person. I think that can sometimes be confusing for people because thoughts can be so ingrained in our brains that we think that's who we are as people. And it is not. Thoughts are always a choice. So you can choose whichever thoughts that you want to choose. And just because you have a thought does not mean that you have to believe it. It does not mean that you have to succumb to it. It does not mean that you have to act on it. It's a thought. You can choose to believe it. You cannot choose to believe it. You can choose to act on it. You cannot choose to act on it. When you have up to 50,000 of them going through your brain, hopefully you're not acting and reacting and having emotions to all 50,000 of them or you might be going insane. That's why we have a subconscious going on. Many studies say that 95% of what we do is based off of this whole part of our brain that we don't even understand. That is just subconscious and we're not even actively aware of what's going on back there. And many of our thoughts have been taught to us. So we've had mentors in our lives. We've had parents in our lives who have taught us many things that we've retained through the years, through childhood, through early adulthood. And those thoughts and those beliefs have become part of our mindset. And then sometimes as adults, we don't re- re-examine those thoughts and decide, hey, do I still like these thoughts? Do I still want to believe these thoughts? We just kind of think that mindset is who we are, and that's not necessarily true. You can go through those thoughts and say, do I still like this thought? Do I still believe this thought? Do I still agree with this thought? Just because your parent taught you one way about money doesn't necessarily mean that you still have to continue to believe that or to continue to retain that. If your parents taught you that money was the root of all evil or that money was a constant struggle, that doesn't mean that you have to continue to believe that. Thoughts are an option for you to believe or not to believe. So I just want to make that very, very, very clear to everybody. You do not have to believe what you were always taught. And sometimes we don't even realize that we believe something because it was taught to us from a very young age and we just think it's part of who we are, but it's it's really not. It's a choice. So <laughs> I was telling the, the story last week of, of my dad. So my, my dad is a really great man and he's been one of my money mentors my whole life. He's a very conservative person when it comes to money though. So he's not as much of a risk taker. He's more of those money vigilance that we talked about last week about the money philosophies. So I'm not necessarily when I'm going to take a risk, go to him about 
money mentoring because he's going to start biting his nails and he has a different money philosophy than I do. That does not mean that he has not taught me many, many great things about money. Many of the things that he has taught me through my life have served me very well. And so when I go through my thoughts and my beliefs about money the same way that you are right now, there are many thoughts and beliefs that I have gotten from my father. And some of those I keep because they've served me well. I I do need to save money for a rainy day. But some of those I've had to discard because I believe I need to take more risks. As I told you before, money to me is freedom. So naturally, I am going to be more of a risk taker and I have to follow my purpose. And to him, I haven't done this exercise with him, but you know, it could be something completely different. He has to follow his purpose. And thank you for all all of my the nuggets I have retained. But to all the rest, you know, you have to kind of, that don't apply to you, you have to discard. So let's talk about that as well. Now that you've went through all of these thoughts and beliefs, hopefully I've given you a really good idea on how to go through the selection process to help guide you on which to keep, which are the golden thoughts, which are these golden nuggets that we're going to keep that are going to serve us and help us to reach our money goals. And then what are we going to do with all the rest? What are we going to do with all the rest of this, what the gold miners call pay dirt, which is just dirt that they're mining for and then trying to find the gold. What are we going to do with all the rest of this dirt in our brains? All these other thoughts. We are going to discard it. It's dirt. It has no value. Discard it. Put it in the stream. Watch it go down the stream. Watch it dissolve. Goodbye. It has no value to you. It is worthless. It's dirt. And let that clear your mind by getting rid of all that useless, unproductive dirt in your brain, those thoughts that are doing you no good and adding no value, use that extra headspace to now start incorporating new thoughts that will serve you, that will help you reach your money goals. Because next podcast, we are goal digging. Yes. We're going to be setting goals. We are going to be looking at what we want to achieve and setting goals. Goal digging. So until then, you can always go to my website, mindyourmoneycoach.com. You can check out my blog and follow my blog there. You can also get personalized coaching with me if you feel like you need some extra individual help in financial coaching and mindset coaching. Please um, go to the comment section of my blog and let me know what your favorite thoughts are on money. What are your favorite beliefs on money so far? What have you learned so far? I would love to hear from you. Yeah, just learning from each other. Any comments that you want to make, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, everyone, have an amazing week. Mind
llama.